Well, I want to read Matthew 4, 4. Jesus quoted from Deuteronomy 8. He said, people do not live by bread alone or KFC, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. People do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. I'm going to speak on faith this morning. And I want to talk around feeding our faith. And there's four things that I want to share, share with you around feeding our faith and activating our faith. First of all, feeding our faith by the word of God. Jesus said it right there. We do not live by bread alone or food or KFC, but we live by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So would you get into receive mode right now? Get into receive mode because we're going to eat some word, so to speak. We're going to digest some word together. So I've asked Jay if he would come. Would you come, Jay? And he is going to read some word for you. So get ready to receive. The word of God will not return void. Get ready to receive. I know that you need to receive some word today. So you might like to close your eyes. You might like to lift your hands, whatever you want to do to receive the word of God. Get ready to receive it. Thanks, Jay. Let's read, eh? The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the heights. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is the fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all of my fears. Come on, someone needs to get excited with me. This is pretty cool stuff. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them ever sing for joy and spread your protection over them that those who love your name may exalt you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your, sorry, he will make straight your paths. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord, your God is with you wherever you go. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Come on. The faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never cease. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begin afresh each morning. Come on, we're not done yet. Stay excited. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, 
Christ died for us. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world, not to judge the world, but to save the world through him. See how very much our father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. Come on. We're not done yet. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Come on, rejoice. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. I have said these things to you, that in me you have known peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I feel like I'm talking like Yoda with some of these voices. <laughs> For nothing will be impossible with God. Come on. Come on. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of work, so that no one may boast. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. That's some good news. For God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity, but of power, of love and self-discipline. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thanks, Jay. We're going to feed our faith. We feed our faith on the Word of God. Did you feel your faith enlarging then by the Word of God? We're going to feed our faith on the Word of God. Romans 10, 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, or the NLT. So faith comes from hearing, and that is hearing the good news about Christ. (coughs) Excuse me. I want to say happy birthday, Aaron Clark. It is so nice to see you when we missed you. (laughs) Happy birthday. Also, I um, I just feel to say it tashed. Tash, I feel that Heavenly Father wants to say to you that you are his gorgeous girl. You're his gorgeous daughter, and there is nothing that you would do or not do or to change that. I just, I just see his, um, his incredible love poured out. Actually, a bucket is actually being <laughs> poured out upon you right now. His love upon you. He absolutely loves you, and nothing you can do will ever change that. Receive his love. Mm. 
Your faith is going to grow. My faith is going to grow as we digest the word of God. We need to digest his word. You know, and I, I remember um, Nam Ho a couple of months ago, he shared with us that he received faith when a missionary handed him a Bible in Vietnam. Missionary came from America, handed him a Bible. He didn't know Jesus. He didn't know Heavenly Father, Holy Spirit. He opened up this Bible. He went home and read it, and he received faith. He put his faith in Almighty God because he was crying out inside for exactly that. He met God Almighty through the Word of God. This missionary, it was an amazing story, wasn't it? This missionary had no idea, went home thinking that, oh, I don't know if that did any good, that missionary trip. (laughs) Well, he received faith from that. The Word of God implants faith into us, and the Word of God will grow our faith. We need to feed our faith by His Word. That's point one. Feed His faith by His Word. Can you say that with me? Feed His faith by His Word. Point two, feed your faith on testimony. There is great power in testimony. Revelation 12, 11. And they have defeated him, the devil, by the blood of the lamb, that is Jesus' sacrifice on the cross for us, and by their testimony. Your testimony, my testimony, our stories are incredibly powerful. You know, sometimes we need to remind ourselves of our testimonies, don't we? You know, on the tough days, and you go and think, oh, is anything going right? Remind yourself of your testimony. If you feel like, oh, I don't even know if I had much of a testimony, well, grab someone else's testimony because other people's testimonies grow our faith. Also, grab a testimony, share our stories together, remind ourselves of our testimony. A little bit about my testimony. God encountered me at the age of seven in a significant dream. No one can take that from me. That is my testimony, my story. God encountered me at that age. God healed me as a teenager. Nobody can take that away from me. It is my story. I've seen other people healed as well. I've had prophetic words over me that I knew that no one knew at that time what was in my heart. And then somebody spoke over me. It's like, whoa, whoa, where did that come from? They didn't know that. It's my story, my testimony. No one can steal your testimony. I've searched for God over years As I've searched for him, there's been multiple, multiple, multiple times when I've opened up the word of God and God would speak to me direct, exactly the word that I needed at exactly the right time. That is my story. I've felt his presence. I've known his comfort. I've known his peace. I've experienced God's strength. I've seen God transform lives. I've seen miracles take place 
in order to get us onto this campus. Feed your faith on your testimony and on other people's testimonies. Even those are written down in the Bible over and over and over again, there is testimony after testimony after testimony. You know, and you read it and you go, whoa, did God really do that? You know, he stopped the sun for Joshua and all, all of this sort of stuff. And you're like, if he can do that, what can he do for me? You know, it fills, it fuels our faith. It builds our faith. Our faith is growing by the testimony of others, by the testimony of our own faith. Feed your faith. Feed your faith on the word. Feed your faith on testimony. Number three, feed your faith with thanksgiving. There is great power in thanksgiving, incredible power in thanksgiving. I think sometimes we can take that for granted. You know, the Bible says over and over and over again the importance of thanksgiving. Give thanks, give thanks, give thanks. The Bible says it for a reason because it's incredibly powerful for our faith. Thanksgiving will build your faith, will feed your faith. 1 Thessalonians 5.18, Jay read it out before. It says, give thanks, it's the will of God. Well, if Giving thanks is the will of God, then it's got to be good for us, right? I reckon if you're not that good at giving thanks, I dare you. Try it. Try it this week. Try it. Hebrews 13, 15 says, Continually offer a sacrifice of praise to God. Sometimes the giving thanks will be a sacrifice, right? Who knows that? Like David saying, come on, David, bless the Lord, give thanks to the Lord. I may not feel like it right now, but I know that it is going to do good. I reckon it's going to do good even in the realm around about me. It will do me good. It will do others good even. Give thanks even when it's a sacrifice. One Psalm 103, verse 2. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. Don't forget. Don't forget it. Just like with your testimony, don't forget. Don't forget all that, you know, you're feeling low on your faith. Give thanks. You don't know what to give thanks for? Have you seen the sun rise or the sun set lately? Have you seen it? Give thanks. Wow, I actually saw the sun rise this morning. I don't often see the sun rise. <laughs> maybe I just don't look out the window when I, <laughs> when I get up, but <laughs> maybe I need coffee. But anyway, <laughs> I often see the sun set. Wow. I, I will often be heard saying, my God made that. My God did that. When I look at that sunset, it is different every single night. Totally different every night. Incredible. Give thanks. We can all find something to give thanks for. Remind yourself who God is. Remind yourself all that he has done. The Bible says several times, give thanks 
his steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks. His steadfast love endures forever. You can't think of something to give thanks for? His steadfast love endures forever for you. For you. Forever and ever and ever and ever for you. Give thanks. Thanksgiving will feed your faith. Can you say that with me? That was point three. Number four, feed your faith by activating your faith. Activating our faith is going to grow our faith. Who knows that? When we step out, yeah, Kit's a great one. We're stepping out of the comfort zone. When we step out of our comfort zone and step with the Spirit, our faith will grow. It may be a little bit scary. It may not look that pretty sometimes, but our faith will grow. Maybe praying for someone. You know, you just know that I I can pray for that person right now. Maybe in my workplace, wherever, wherever we are, I can pray for that person right now. It may may take a little bit of stepping out of my comfort zone. It's going to grow my faith. It's going to grow our faith, keeping in step with the Spirit, not remaining stagnant, not uh, just staying with the status quo, being satisfied, but pushing forward, following God's lead, being God-dependent. Depending upon God is going to grow our faith, activating our faith, being God-dependent. In the move onto this campus, there are times where in the natural things weren't lining up and it almost seemed like, ah, is it, is it actually, is this going to take place? Is it, no, I don't know, is it going to look totally different? Or, I don't know, maybe we need to stay here. Or, because in the natural, it didn't look like things could happen. But then God spoke clearly over and over again. He spoke clearly and said, move. It didn't look right in the natural, but he said, move. I want you to take this step and this step. As we, so to speak, got out of the boat and took this step, God showed up. God did a work. Where we couldn't have made things happen, God showed up. But we had to take that step first out of the comfort zone. Ah, but it doesn't look, that doesn't make sense, that doesn't line up. I want you to step here, God says. As we step, God shows up. Your faith is growing. Whoa! (laughs) Your faith is growing as you step, as you keep in step with the Spirit. As we respond to Him, as He speaks to us each and every day, as He prompts, as He does that gentle push. Maybe it's not so gentle sometimes. As we respond to him, as we activate our faith, our faith is growing. If you go to the go to the faith chapter, Hebrews 11, right? Those mentioned in Hebrews 11, enjoy reading Hebrews 11, those mentioned there. Do you know what? They have something in common. They all activated their faith. You know, it lists them off. By faith, they did this, they did that, they all activated their faith. 
by their faith, they activated their faith because of their faith in God. They chose to obey him. They chose to be led by him. They chose to align their actions and their speech with him. They chose to lean on his strength as their knees were knocking. I know what that's like. They chose to be uncomfortable or even jeered at, mocked. They activated their faith. Activating our faith feeds our faith. But I reckon that if we don't actually activate activate our faith, which is the fourth point, if we don't do that, our faith is actually useless or dead. Whoa. Say what? Yeah, say what? Yeah, there you go. James 2, let me, I knew, I, I knew you were going to say that. Anyway, James 2, 14 to 17, let me read this for you. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or a sister has no food or clothing and you say goodbye, have a good day. Stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. Or maybe you don't pray for that person when prompted, or maybe you don't speak to that person when prompted. What good does that do? Verse 17. So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. Verse 21, don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God by his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see, his faith and his actions worked together. I want to read that again. His faith and his actions worked together. His actions made his faith complete. Our actions make our faith complete. Verse 25, Rahab the prostitute is another example. If you you don't know the story of Rahab, I encourage you to look it up. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Verse 26, Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works or actions. It makes sense, doesn't it? At first you can say, like me, say, what? But it actually makes sense. If we believe, if we have faith in God, then we will, you would think, activate our faith, especially if our faith is being fed. I, I, you know, I get the picture of like when you're feeding your faith, you know, you can, it's a lot easier to overflow 
When, we, when we're feeding our faith like that, our faith is brimming over, isn't it? And so then, we, of course, we're just going to naturally activate our faith. We're going to flow over. We're going to overflow. By faith, obedience is activated. By faith, a behavior, a choice, a stance is activated. By faith, listening to God is activated. Generosity is activated. Forgiveness is activated. Kindness is activated. Serving others is activated. Community with the church is activated. Sharing my story is activated. Praying for that workmate is activated. Praise, thanksgiving is activated. A move onto a new campus is activated. Activate follows faith. Or activate goes hand in hand with faith. Activating follows faith. Hebrews 11, 1 and 2. Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. In verse 2, get this. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. Why? Because they activated their faith. Hebrews 10.35, just before the faith chapter. Hebrews 10.35 starts like this. Do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now, church, so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. For in just a little while, the coming one, that is Jesus, will come and not delay. Jesus is coming back. And my righteous ones will live by faith. That is you and I. My righteous ones will live by faith. That's the in-between until he comes back. My righteous ones will live by faith, but I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. But we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. We are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved. Faith. We've got to feed our faith. Feed our faith on the word, on testimony, on thanksgiving, and by activating our faith.